Hey sister, hey, I am just so beyond blessed and grateful that I get to spend time with you every single week in this podcast where we're going to grow together in our faith and in our fitness journeys. We're going to be reminded each and every week of the truth God says about us and our bodies and honoring our temples, which honors him in return right? That being the focus of our fitness journey. In motherhood, we're going to talk mom life. We're going to talk faith. We're going to talk fitness. We're going to talk nutrition. We're going to dive into all of that, but God is always going to be the center of it all and grace because we all know we need a lot more of that because this is hard stuff. It is hard to put our faith in fitness at the first and the forefront of our journeys in this life as mamas and as women as all the different hats we wear. I am no expert. I'm just a fellow sister in Christ that is just so freaking passionate of helping you to remember what a gift your body is and how we can treat it as a temple. Let's get it. Let's go. Oh my goodness. I am so excited. I know I say this every single week, but this week I'm specifically excited to chat with you about um, another project that was placed on my heart and a program that I have Um, I don't want to say developed. What do I want to say? Created. The Lord placed it on my heart. I put it together. I'm getting it ready for y'all. And there are so many of you that are so freaking amped about this program. And it is the Grace Lit Life Challenge that I put together. I wanted to develop something. There's so many of us that struggle with having a plan. We struggle with discipline. We struggle with motivation. We struggle with finding community that can help hold us accountable. And we struggle with finding something that's sustainable or or something that challenges us at the same time. And it all being focused and centered on Christ. That was the big thing. I really, really, really wanted to make sure with this challenge that I have created for you, I wanted to give you all the details today um, for this program because I've had lots of questions, lots of concerns. And so I just, I'm going to cover all of it today in today's episode. And if you have a friend that you're doing this with and you've tagged them in some of my reels or my TikToks or whatever, whatever video you tag them in to do this alongside with you, make sure you send them this podcast today so that they can get these details and have all the information because I'm really wanting to make sure I get this to y'all and you're able to just follow this really easily and we're going to do this together. Um, And Jesus, as usual, is going to be the center of it all, all of it, right? So, on top of this, on top of the challenge and the tasks, I'm gonna I'm gonna break it down and go over the daily tasks that will be happening, and then I'm gonna go into more details after that, and then I'm gonna go into some questions and concern that have popped up that I think would be really important to cover in the episode. But the first thing I want to say is if you have not gotten a chance to check out the Grace Lit Life Planner Devotional Fitness Tracker that I also published on Amazon, I would definitely check that out. I'm gonna post it in the show notes for you too. That if you want to have something that is devotional focused, um, but is also a monthly planner, a weekly planner, and gives you the availability to check off and kind of keep track of your hydration, your workouts, your nutrition for each week. If you're a pen and paper kind of gal like I am, I like a checklist. I like to be able to visibly see on like, I I love books and I love notebooks and I love planners. So I want to develop a devotional, a fitness tracker and a planner all in one. And that's kind of what the Grace Lit Life, um, well, it's actually exactly what the Grace Lit Life Planner Devotional and Fitness Tracker is, but check that out. 
It's also, I'm having some trouble in my throat, I'm so sorry, but it's also linked in all of the um, social platforms that I have. So it's linked in on my TikTok uh, link in my bio, on my Instagram link in my bio, also on my Facebook. So if you follow me anywhere, you can grab the Great Lit Life Planner. I think it's only like $17 or something like that. It's nothing extravagant, um, but it'll you can do it this, you can have that planner with you along the way of doing your Grace Lit Life Challenge. I think that would be really fun. Just another tool and resource while you're on your journey and it kind of goes together because it's the same exact name right so go ahead and check that out Um, let me know what your thoughts are on that but let's go ahead and dive into this grace lit life challenge that we're going to be doing it's a 60 day challenge okay 60 days and I've done um, 75 hard multiple times and 75 hard is a very very intense program that's all about building the discipline muscle and just making sure you're doing small daily habits and tasks um, that you have to do repetitively every single day and it's challenging it's very difficult because there's an outdoor workout you have to do you have to do two workouts a day I won't go into all of that because I don't want to confuse you but after doing that challenge I thought man and it just was placed on my heart like what if I created a challenge and at first I thought I was going to make it specifically just for my online ministry community laced with grace but I thought what if I open this up to the public and anyone could do this challenge and it be something that was inspired by 75 hard but is our own thing with laced with grace um, and that is open to anyone else who wants to join in with us but it's all faith-based I wanted it to be very faith-based because that's what my ministry is about it's about honoring our temples and and moving our bodies and that being the reason why we move our bodies and why we exercise and why we fuel is because we're doing it to nourish and to take care of and to love our temples as they are and, and look at them as a gift like as God does as he as he designed them to be um, and for us to just create a healthy dwelling place for the Holy Spirit. So that's what that's all about. And so I just thought, what if it's inspired by um, 75 hard, but it's not the exact same and it has our own twist, our own ways of doing things. So if you've looked into 75 hard and you're like, eh, that would be kind of cool to be able to finish that, but I kind of want something that's a little bit different. This may be for you. So let's dive in. The daily tasks. So number one, and the tasks I'm going to also call blessings, daily habits, habit focuses, um, habit stacking. These are some, these are tasks that we do each day to help try to build that discipline muscle. And what do I mean by that? Discipline is not just something that you have. Some of us may be a little bit more disciplined than others. We may have that skill set, but discipline can always be built and always be better. Like there are things in my life that I still really need to be disciplined at that I am not disciplined at. Like other people may look at my fitness routine and stuff and be like, oh my gosh, she's so disciplined. No, there are other areas in my life where I really lack discipline and I could really, really use some more discipline in my life. So it's always a journey, right? We're never, we never want to become steadfast or like, in the, I'm not steadfast, but like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? complacent. We never want to be complacent. We never not we will never want to stop growing. So, this is an opportunity for us to continue growing and continue growing our discipline muscle. So, the blessings, the tasks, the daily habits, the habit focuses. Number 1 is for 60 days. For 60 days, we're going to fuel our temple with wholesome foods and we're going to start eliminating processed sugars and like I don't call them cheat meals. I feel like that's a very negative term. I call them treat meals. We're going to eliminate treat meals. So that means 
fast food is out. When you go out to eat, you're picking healthier options. You can still go out to eat. Your life is not just completely like devastating for the rest of the 60 days because you can't go out to eat with your spouse or you can't go out with friends or whatever. You can make healthier options when you go out to eat, y'all. Like don't make this super freaking complicated, but just eliminating sugar and eating wholesome, healthier foods. And what does that mean? Lean meats, chicken, fish, um, turkey, ground turkey, ground chicken. Um, Yes, you can have, I'm not saying ground beef is bad, but having ground beef all the time may not be the best. Um, Lots of vegetables, lots of fruits, whole grains, healthy carbs, like these things that are really, really good and nourishing for us that sometimes we kind of put on the back burner because the processed stuff sounds a little bit better, right? So, Making sure we're fueling our temple each and every day with wholesome, healthy foods and eliminating the processed stuff. Typically, if something has more than about five ingredients, and I've talked to the Lace with Grace girls about this, if it has about more than five ingredients, like if the numbers start getting way up there, uh, it's processed and there's lots of junk and chemicals and like it just if it's wholesome it's usually five ingredients or less I'm not saying there's not other healthier options out there that have more than five ingredients I'm just saying typically if you want to go by that standard it's five ingredients or less and then number two we're going to be working out each and every day we're going to be moving our bodies each and every day for 60 days but it's only going to be for 30 minutes a day And that can literally consist of going on a walk for 30 minutes. That can consist of doing yoga for 30 minutes. That can consist of stretching for 30 minutes. So you do not have to do a run every single day for 60 days for 30 minutes. You do not have to do a high-intensity CrossFit or um, big lifting session or program that you're doing, a really intense program that you're doing every single day for 60 days. No, like, you need to make sure for... I'm a big advocate for rest, so a rest day is super important if you are doing something that's pretty intense and you're more of an avid work, worker outer. I don't know if that's a thing, but worker outer. Um, fitness, fitness fanatic, whatever you want to call it. But you can have rest days, obviously, and some of you, maybe you have not worked out in years and you're like, I am not going to be able to do high intensity workouts for 60 days. Cool. Find a yoga program that you love. Go on YouTube, start searching for for yoga programs, start looking for Pilates or like, um, like literally going around your block for a walk for 60 days for 30 minutes. Like that's all you have to do. Stretching for 30 minutes. I'm going to have lots of times on Sundays where I am doing yoga or stretching. I'm not going to be working out every single day high intensity for this program, but we need to have 30 minutes of some kind of movement every day for 60 days for the Grace Lit Life Challenge. Number three is half a gallon of water. Hydrating our temple well. This one is really, really freaking hard for me. And on 75 hard, it's actually a whole gallon. (laughs) And I feel like I'm drowning when I'm doing this. But half a gallon of water every single day. And if you're working out really high intensity, you may even need more. Because really, we're supposed to have... Half our weight in ounces of water, half of our body weight in ounces of water is how much we're supposed to have every day. But if you're working out, it's actually like 15 more ounces onto that, like for every 30 or 45 minutes, I think. So you need to be having a half a gallon of water every day for these next 60 days, okay? The next one, number four, no alcohol. Now listen up. I am not against alcohol. I am like, I don't have the, I I personally do not believe that if you're a Christian, like you have to have absolutely no alcohol. Like that's not why this is here. This is here because I think sometimes we can forget that 
putting those kind of things into our body and in our temple on a regular basis, they do make our minds kind of foggy. They do make us feel kind of crummy. For me personally, they really mess with my digestive system. Um, I notice that when I have a little bit too much wine, like maybe I have wine on the weekend and I have more than one glass, or um, if my husband makes his amazing homemade margaritas and he and I have a little bit more than usual, like I feel like junk typically. And especially if I've gone a really long time without it, we don't realize we don't realize how good we actually feel, um, how good we actually feel and what our energy level is like, what our digestive system is like, what our thinking is like and all that. When we're constantly putting processed stuff into us and chemicals and just stuff that's not wholesome and alcohol is one of those things. I'm not, I'm not against alcohol. I'm not saying that, but for 60 days, we're going to go alcohol free. Okay. And some of you are like, Oh, I'm out. I'm out. But here, I want to challenge you. And some of you may be out with the food thing too, but I want to challenge you. Listen, if this is if this is something that you're saying to yourself, like this is something I could never do or this is way too challenging, I'm going to challenge you right now that that is probably a sign from the Lord saying there is growth available here and you should be doing something that makes you uncomfortable because you are never going to grow and there's never going to be transformation if you continue doing the things that you've always done and if you continue doing the things that always make you feel comfortable. Because in order for us to grow, we have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And I've said that quote a million and five times on the podcast, but I'm going to say it again. In order to transform our hearts, our minds, our souls, our bodies, we have to get comfortable getting uncomfortable. God wants us to not stay complacent. We're not, we're not here and we're not created. We were not formed to sit here and be complacent for our entire lives. He wants to continue growing us, our hearts, our minds, our bodies, our souls. He wants to continue us growing in this life. And part of that is getting very uncomfortable in certain situations and pushing ourselves so that we can transform, so we can be broke down a little bit, to, so we know that we have to rely on him, we have to rely on his grace, his strength, his motivation, his discipline, and if we're relying on him, it's much easier to get through the journey, but we have to allow the uncomfortable to, to come into our lives, right? We can't just always be complacent and just in our comfy little comfort zone for the rest of our life, so that's an off, off topic really, so no alcohol, okay? Number five, one progress picture every day. And I'll talk about this concern in a second, but I know, I know, I know you may be like, oh my gosh, no, I'm not doing a progress picture. I cannot do a progress picture. I cannot take a picture of my body. Listen, it doesn't need to be like in a bikini. It doesn't need to be in your bra and underwear. It doesn't need to be super revealing or anything like that. And you don't have to post it anywhere. You can just be wearing a tighter fitted shirt, a tighter fitted pair of shorts, or a tighter fitted pair of leggings, whatever you are comfortable in, but it is for your own documentation. It is not to be posted anywhere. You don't have to post it anywhere in a group. You don't have to post it anywhere online. You don't have to tag me in anything. Like It's for your own data, okay? And I'm going to go over more of that in a second because I know that some of you are cringing at that right now. You're like, oh my gosh, no. I can't even stand and look at pictures of myself when me and my kids. I am not posting a progress picture every day or I'm not, I'm not taking one every day. You don't have to post it anywhere. It's literally going to be saved in your camera roll just for you and your own documentation, okay? So one progress picture every day. Number six, which really this one should be number one, and I should have I should have put that at the very, very top, but number six is we are going to be spending at least 10 minutes of Bible time or devotional and Jesus time every day for 60 days to fuel us spiritually, 
and mentally and emotionally, I really feel. And I really truly feel that it fuels us physically as well. And I know some of you may not get that, but I feel stronger. I feel better. I feel more on point physically when I have taken in the word. And I don't know if if y'all get that, and maybe some of you do, but I just feel better overall. And I do even physically feel, feel more fueled when I am taking in the word. So at least 10 minutes every day for 60 days, we're going to be getting into our Bible, okay? So let's look at, there's a verse that I want us to look at really, really quick that is super, super important. It's 1 Timothy 4, 8. For the training of the body has limited benefit, but godliness is beneficial in every way since it holds promises for the present life and also life to come. So what this is saying is basically, I want you to make sure that you remember this. Our bodies are temporary. That, And I want to go into something else in a second. But our bodies are temporary. But the training of godliness, becoming more godly, becoming closer to the Lord, becoming um, more strengthened in Him and through Him is so, so important. Because it not only benefits us now, it benefits us for eternity, right? Having a relationship with Him benefits us for eternity. And that's what our sole focus should be on. And that's why we need to make sure that He is in the fitness journey. He is in everything we do. And He is the focus. He is the center. He is the motivation. He is the reason we are doing this journey because it honors him. Taking care of our bodies, fueling our bodies, honors him. Okay? So what I want to go into after that is, yes, our body is temporary. But I think a lot of, I think a lot of believers, we can go on this, this kind of excuse route of, yeah, our body is temporary. So what's the point of taking care of it? Anyways, I don't need to take care of it. It's just temporary. It's going to, it's going to perish. But listen, Our body may be temporary, but that does not mean while we are here, we don't make it the healthiest we can so that it can be the healthiest home for the Holy Spirit to dwell. Have you ever viewed your body in that way? It is not, it is, it is temporary. Yes, it's going to perish. We're going to get old. It's going, it's going to wither and get broken down. But listen, while we're here, it's housing such a beautiful gift of the Holy Spirit. Don't you want your body to be a healthy dwelling place for that Holy Spirit? Don't you think that the Holy Spirit deserves to have a healthy home? One that is well taken care of, one that is loved, one that is cherished, one that is nurtured. I do. I I, I believe that. I wholeheartedly believe that. And so that's what fuels me and my motivation and my discipline And the energy and the strength that I have in my workouts and in my fitness and in taking care of myself is because I know that I need to have a healthy dwelling place for the Holy Spirit. It's not just about results. It's not just about what we look like. It's not just about losing weight. It's not just about gaining muscle. That is not what this journey is first and foremost about. Those things are great. Those are benefits, right? From the benefactor, which the benefactor is Jesus. We only get those benefits because of him. He created our bodies. He gave us the resources. He gave us the tools. So that's what I wanted to say about that. Now, why are we doing these daily tasks? Like, what's the point in this? Again, it's going to build your discipline muscle. Doing these small daily mundane tasks helps you focus first and foremost on Jesus. Because remember, our focus is honoring our temple because that honors him. These these four or these six tasks are going to make sure that we're doing daily little habits that are helping us nurture, honor, and take care of our temple. And in that, once we continue doing that, a a really cool thing happens. You gain a confidence. 
a confidence that I can't really explain until you experience it and you'll understand more once you start once you start doing this daily. But once you start doing these daily things and you start feeling really good and you start you continue to keep doing it, it's like it fills your confidence bucket. Like you get another token in your confidence bucket. That through the Lord and through his strength and through his energy and his motivation and his discipline, you are able to do this thing. Through him, we are able to keep going and it builds a confidence that you are a daughter of the king. Goodness gracious, you are the daughter of of your heavenly father and you can accomplish these things. And once you build that confidence, you just keep wanting to go, you just keep wanting to go and go and go and do more. And it just the that discipline muscle continues to build. Here's the kicker. I'm gonna go right into the concerns because this this is a big kicker. If you miss one of these daily tasks for one day, say you were on day 55 out of the 60, you have to start back at day one. Why is that? First of all, I want to ensure that you realize that grace is sufficient for you. And a lot of you may say, well, that would mean that you wouldn't have to start over, right? If grace is sufficient in me like or for me. Grace is sufficient for you from the Lord, but he gives us a new beginning each and every day. So if we miss one task, I am trying to make sure that I switch our mindset from, oh my gosh, I missed a task. I have to start over. I guess I might as well just give up that all or nothing crap mindset that I cannot stand because I love you so much. We're going to get rid of that because we're going to look at it as, gosh, I have grace to lean back on. And gosh, now I have to depend even more on him because I know that I can't do this in my own flesh. I have failed now and that's okay because I'm trying to do this in my own flesh. I'm going to start depending even more on Christ in this journey. I'm going to start back at day one. We get a new day. We get a new beginning, right? Because he allows that. He gives that to us in our life. How beautiful is that? We're going to change our mindset. We don't, we don't quit. We don't quit. We just get back up and we start from day one because he gives us another day. He gives us another day, a new beginning, a new life in him, right? So that's why we're starting over if we miss one of the tasks. I'm trying to beat that all or nothing mindset out of you and you don't have to beat the crap out of yourself. Guess what? Sis, the challenge isn't going anywhere. Like it's not, it's not like if you, if you get on day 12 and you have to start over, it's not like the challenge is just poof, it's going away. Like, no, you get another opportunity, you get another chance and you get to have it over and over and over again. Now, does that mean you deliberately... You deliberately just decide you're just not gonna you're not gonna do the tasks each day because you know you have a new start, right? That's when we can start taking advantage of grace. But this gives you the opportunity to realize that it's not an all or nothing mindset that's gonna help you get through this journey. It's a I'm gonna depend on the Lord's strength, the Lord's motivation, the Lord's discipline, and not just my own, because I know in my flesh there's gonna be times where I'm gonna have temptation that I'm gonna want that ice cream or temptation that I'm gonna and there are healthier options of ice cream, just by the way. Have you heard of Halo Top? Just a side note. Anywho, um, <laughs> and I had a couple of gals ask too, like, does this mean we can't have any treats that are healthier options? Absolutely not. There are recipes that you can follow that are like healthy alternatives for healthier snacks and healthier recipes to give you that sweet tooth kick, right? To help you get through that, that little craving. I just made chocolate chip zucchini muffins for my boys and they are very clean and healthy for us. Like those are things that you can still eat. Like you don't have to completely get rid of every food you enjoy for the 60 days. That's not what I'm saying, but you just got to clean things up a bit. Okay. We got to start eating healthier and, and more wholesome and things that are going to fuel us. 
But what I was going there with that is you don't have to just do that all or nothing mindset and throw in the hat. You get to have grace each and every day and you get to say, okay, I have a new beginning on day one. We just don't want to take advantage of that grace. We don't want to keep like, okay, I guess I I could just start again tomorrow. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to eat the bag of chips. Like that's not what I want you to do, but I want you to realize it's okay if you don't get through the first 60 days, the 60 days, the first try because you have a new beginning in Christ each and every day. So that's but the whole the whole starting over thing. There was a concern with that. And they were like, I had one specific person say, well, that's not really grace. That's not God's grace if you have to start all the way over from day one. Like that doesn't explain his grace. And I said, listen, like this is how the this is how the program is written. This is what God's placed on my heart. And what I'm trying to share with y'all is that you don't have to throw in the towel when things get hard and when we fail and when we trip up. You get to have grace in Jesus and you get to have a new beginning. So you get to start back at day one. It's not a punishment. It's not something that's negative or bad. It's something that's celebratory because you get to start again. You get to try again. You get to have a new, a new chance, a new opportunity, a new day. Does that make sense? The other concern that was brought up is they were, is, is was, um, well, why is it 10 minutes in the Bible, but you're saying 30 minutes of exercise, Kelsey, isn't this supposed to be more focused on Christ? Why are we not doing more time in the Bible? Listen, this is, and I appreciated this very much because her heart came from a place of accountability and she knows my heart and she wanted to make sure that I was on the right path concerning not putting exercise before the Lord which I'm not. Let me explain. I said at least 10 minutes. And the reason I said at least 10 minutes of Bible time is because we have some people in this challenge who I've never met or people that I have met and that I know very well who've never owned a Bible. And this will be the very first time they're ever opening a Bible or people who have fallen way away from Christ. They have Maybe they've hated him for a long time or they've struggled with their relationship with him and they're just coming back to the Lord. Or maybe they've never gotten into a discipline of opening up their Bible every day. I don't want to put a time amount on there that makes it seem like it's absolutely impossible to accomplish. I want them to be able to build that discipline of getting in the word each and every day and being fueled and being fed in that way by starting small. So at least 10 minutes, that's not very much at all. But those of us who've been a little bit more mature on our journey, or maybe we've made it a discipline to show up each and every day in our in the Bible and in the Word and, and take that in. And we've made that a part of our daily and our morning routine. We obviously can spend more time. Like you don't have to limit yourself to just 10 minutes. That's not what I was saying. But for those that have never opened up the Word before and they've never been in their Bible or they're new, brand new to it or they're coming back to the Lord or they've never made it a discipline, I don't want to tell them spend 45 minutes in your Bible or you're out. Like, that that doesn't seem doesn't seem Christ like to me. That doesn't seem possible for a beginner. I want to make sure that this this challenge seems possible and something that someone can say, okay, I can do this through Christ. I can do this. And then one of the last the, the one of the very last um, concerns I wanted to talk about real quick with you um, was someone had said, you know, like. Why are we taking progress pictures every day when this is not supposed to be about a physical transformation? And this is a very, very good point. Listen, my friend, 
The reason we're taking daily progress photos is one, yes, so you can track some data because I don't really believe in the scale. Um, measurements are great, but sometimes even those can be kind of iffy. I'm really weird with with numbers just because I've worked with so many women for so many years um, when I was a health and fitness coach and had my own business that way. Numbers just get in women's minds and they really mess with them and I don't like that. So I want you to be first be able to see what inward transformation and how that comes outward. So the inward transformation that you, are, that you are taking in from your heart and your mind and learning how to do exercise in a healthy, loving, and encouraging way by putting Christ at the center, I want you to first be able to focus on that and that inward transformation and be able to physically see the outside transform because it does happen. It's happened with me. It's happened with friends of mine. Um, That inward transformation, that inward mindset shift, learning how to love their bodies exactly where they're at right now, no matter what they look like, no matter what their results, and being able to continue on being disciplined because they're not focusing their discipline and their motivation. They're not allowing their discipline and their motivation to be determined by results, by outward appearance, by outward results. They're placing that in Christ. Their motivation and their discipline is being placed in Christ and his strength and honoring their bodies and honoring their temples, which glorifies him. So they're placing it on that instead of determining, letting it being determined, their motivation and discipline being determined by outward results they may see or lack thereof. Because when we don't see results sometimes, we can get discouraged. But with this, we're placing inward transformation in our mental, um, emotional, and spiritual health. We're focusing on that first through Christ and then outward transformation, like 99.9% of the time, there's outward transformation that occurs because of that, because you continue to stay consistent because you're not placing it on outward results. You're placing it on something that's steadfast, which is Christ. He is steadfast. He is never changing. His motivation is, is infinity compared to ours. His strength is infinity compared to ours. His motivation is discipline, all the, his energy all of that is infinity compared to ours. And so if we, if we depend on ourselves, if we depend on our own results, something that is temporary, we're not going to stay as consistent as something as placing it in something that's steadfast. Does that make sense? So that's the first thing. The second reason why we're taking a daily progress picture is because it is time for you to look at yourself through God's lens and stop looking at yourself through societies and the way you view yourself. I want you to be able to start falling in love with the body that you have right now, not a future you. Christ doesn't just love future you. He doesn't love just a thinner you. He doesn't love the more tone you. He doesn't just love a future you. He loves you right now as you are. I want you to be able to start looking at yourself. So every day when you take that progress picture, you're going to, you're not going to critique I'm going to, we're going to transform your mindset. You're not going to critique. You're going to get used to taking that daily photo and seeing yourself every day. And you're going to look at yourself and say, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Christ has created me. He has handcrafted me in his image. And look how beautiful I am. And you're going to say that every day when you take that progress picture. That's part of the challenge. When you take that progress picture, you're going to look at it and you're going to say, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. This body is able. It is capable. I am so blessed with this gift of this temple. I am so excited to take care of it and nurture it 
and nourish it and love on it. And that's what you're going to look at when you see that picture every day. We're going to start doing that every single day for 60 days when you take that progress picture. Okay, because I want you to be able to look at pictures of yourself and not view the physical, just the physical and critiquing and all the things that you just rip and pull yourself apart. I don't want you to do that no more. I want to train your brain to see yourself through God's eyes and his truth. So I'm going to get you used to taking a picture of yourself and seeing you every day, but speaking those truths over yourself when you take the picture. Does that make sense? Okay, sis. So the whole starting over thing, I did want to mention there was a uh, scripture that I wanted to put put out there and I totally forgot this. But the whole starting over thing, when I was saying we have a new beginning in Christ, 2 Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, the new is here. So if you have to start over the challenge because you missed one of those tasks, you need to remember this scripture. 2 Corinthians 5.17, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come and the old has gone, the new is here. Your new beginning is here and that's day one. And that's not a bad thing. That's a blessing. That's his grace. That's his mercy. Oh my gosh, how beautiful is that? So we don't have to throw in the towel. We don't have to have the all or nothing mindset. You're not a failure. You have Jesus' grace to to, re- to rely on and to, to continue um, allowing yourself to be okay with not being perfect in this journey because he knows that we're not, he knows that we're already not. So having to start over is not the end of the world. It does not mean that you cannot do this challenge. I want you to start changing your mindset in this area. So a couple other things before I end the podcast, there is a story template that I have created. It's a 60-day story template. And when I mean when I say story template, I mean literally on Instagram stories or Facebook stories or I don't know where else you do stories, but you're able to utilize this template. You can download it, save it to your phone. I'm going to try to link it in the show notes as well. You can download it, save it to your phone. Once you have it saved, you can upload it to stories and literally draw a check mark on one of the days. So on day one, you're going to check it off. On day two, you're going to check it off. And you're going to tag me every day. I don't care where you follow me at on social. And I may obviously not be able to retag everyone because there's tons of you doing this, this challenge. And I am so freaking amped about this. Like I, I had no idea what the Lord was going to do with this. And then after two days of it being on TikTok, like it just blew the crud up and like it's been shared about 300 times and like there's just, there was like 400 comments and I don't know, it was just nuts. So I am so excited to do this with you, but I'm obviously not going to be able to retag all of you back on my stories, but I want to see who is showing up. So I want you to tag me each day because not only do I want to see it, it helps hold you accountable because I don't know about you, but I'm a checkoff person. When I get to check something off, I feel very accomplished and it feels really, really freaking good. So I want that to also build in your confidence bucket as well. And you can say, thank you, Lord, for getting me through another day. Thank you for helping me accomplish these daily tasks, these daily habits, these habit focuses, these blessings of this day of being able to take care of my temple. You get to check that check that day off. You get to tag me, tag your girlfriends that you're doing the challenge with. Sometimes I'll reshare it to my stories. We can celebrate you. I'm just so freaking excited about that. So the template's going to be available for you. If you are in my online fitness, my online um, 
ministry community. It's an accountability community laced with grace. If you were in there, I have provided the template in there. So it's really easy for you just to download and save there. Um, if for whatever reason I can't get it uploaded to show notes, which I think I'm going to be able to, but if I can't, it's in the Lace with Grace community. You also get it in your newsletter each week when I send those on Fridays or Saturdays. So you have it available there. The other thing that has been brought up is, Kels, are we doing a devotional specific for this challenge as well? And actually we are. Just so happened that God lined it up that we had picked our next devotional to start on March 1st, and it's called Becoming a Woman of Strength. Becoming a woman of strength. And these studies by this author is absolutely phenomenal. Um, She is incredible. And I absolutely love it because there's daily Bible readings. So it'll help get your 10 minutes a day of your Bible in, right? So there's daily Bible readings and there's there's questions that are applicable to anyone. And it really helps you think. It helps you build that relationship with Christ. It helps with your prayers. Oh, it's just so freaking good. I love it so much. So we are going to be starting that devotional, Becoming a Woman of Strength, on March 1st. And I will also link that in the show notes so that you have availability to purchase that. And it's not very expensive at all. Um, but you'll be able to purchase that and do that alongside your Grace Lit Life Challenge. Obviously, if you're doing a devotional that you really, really love and that's specific to what you need right now in your relationship with Christ, because remember, all of our relationship with Christ are different. We're not the same in any way, shape, or form, and all of us are on a different journey. So if you're doing a devotional or a study that is specific for what your spiritual needs are right now and your relationship with Christ is, don't change that. Keep that. And don't feel like you have to feel pressured to do this other one with us. I don't want you to feel that at all. I want you to get the most out of your Bible time and that relational time with Christ um, and in the word. I want you to get the most out of that. And sometimes adding something else in, you just get too much information. You're not actually applying it. Does that make sense? So don't feel like you have to do the devotional with us. But I'm going to wrap this up real quick because this has been going on for quite a long time. But I wanted to make sure that you got all this information and I am so freaking amped to do this with you, sister. Like I am, oh my gosh, like I, I, when I was doing this podcast just now, like I even struggled with my words because I'm just like so freaking excited um, just because there's so many of you that are excited about it as well. And I think God is going to do such a transforming thing, not only in our body, like physically, but emotionally, mentally, um, spiritually, like he's going to transform our hearts, our minds. He's going to do so much transformation through this journey. And I'm just, oh, I'm so excited to witness it with you. I'm so excited to experience it with you. And if you love this podcast and you think this is something you're really pumped about too, um, if you're listening to the first time, or if you already knew you were doing it, but you know of someone that should be doing this with us, girl, send this to them ASAP, like right now, what are you waiting on? Send this episode to them so they have all the details so they know exactly what's going on in the group. Um, And we are we are the Laced with Grace community, the Laced, Laced with Grace ministry community. And if you are not already in there, it's a private group on Facebook. Again, in the link in my bios on all my social media sites, you can literally join the Laced with Grace community for it's completely free. I don't charge a dang thing for it. Um, the only thing that ever costs you anything is if we are doing a devotional study that costs something or if um, you want to get the Grace Lit Life Planner that costs something Or we have fun, amazing, adorable merchandise as well, like sweatshirts and t-shirts and tanks and hats and all the good things, even tumblers. Oh my gosh, so many cute things. But none of that is something that is required. You can get in that group and be a part of it and get the encouragement, the positivity, and just 
just get the community fuel if you want. And there's other resources and tools that I provide in there for completely free recipes, meal plans. Every single week you get new recipes, new meal plans. Um, there's free workouts in there um, in the files tab. There's just so many things that I've added in there. So get in there if you want to get in there. Go to the link in my bio on any of my social sites. I can also try to link that in the show notes too so you can register for free there. Sister, let's get to work. Let's get it. Let's go.